0: Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another twenty-something-year-old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s is such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat. Thank you so much for clicking that button and tuning into the episode. We're on episode four and I'm so very grateful to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know we've only done four episodes but I'm actually really enjoying myself and I'm having an amazing time. I don't really have a theme or a niche or a specific view that I want to go on or take or any direction that I want to go. So at the moment I'm just kind of going on what I feel like talking about for now and maybe eventually something will catch and I will move more into a certain direction that I'm being pulled towards but for now I'm just being pulled on straight vibes and I'm having a great time. I wanted to pick up this week on what I was talking about last week, which was quitting vaping. And I actually did. (laughs) I did quit. I stopped. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. It's been a whole week without even even considering smoking a vape. And I'm very, very happy about it. I will say that it's been relatively easy for me. I don't think I have a very addictive personality. And I know... (laughs) That probably sounds so obnoxious coming from me, but I don't think I do. It's just been it's been quite easy for me. And I have to admit, I don't know how difficult it would be, you know, for someone to quit vaping if they do have a very addictive personality. This is sort of my point of view of where I'm coming from. And I really don't want to sound like I'm I am the authority on quitting vaping. (laughs) The one thing I did notice, though, was the habit kept catching me. So I never kind of had any cravings to smoke, but I did have sort of rituals throughout my day when I would have a smoke or have a puff and I would find myself reaching for the vape in that time so for example if I was doing some work on my computer after I'd finished editing a piece I would sort of sit back and take a deep breath and maybe reach for my vape to have a puff and I found myself you know once or twice doing that and I leaned back and I kind of reached and I realized oh it's not here okay cool no problem take a deep breath like it's fine so there wasn't a moment where I was like oh this is uncomfortable this really sucks you know (laughs) That kind of thing. It was just sort of unconsciously reaching for it at that time. Or maybe if I'm sitting in bed, I would maybe reach for it in the morning or in the evening. And I was quite attached to it beforehand. It's not like one of those things where I didn't smoke it very often. I was very attached to this thing. It was on my body at all times. (laughs) I went to bed, I would smoke it. I would wake up in the morning, I would smoke it. I would smoke it on the way to gym, I would smoke it on the way home from gym. I was very, very, very unhealthily attached to this thing. And I'm just very grateful that it's been relatively easy for me to stop. (laughs) I have found, though, that I'm replacing a lot of my breaks throughout the day with other things. So I work from home. So between working and doing different projects, I would maybe, you know, lean back. I would have a couple of puffs and I would, you know, scroll on my phone and that would be my break. But now I find that, you know, just kind of sitting and staring at my phone is not really that fulfilling. (laughs) So I'm drinking a lot more like hot drinks and things in between. So a cup of tea or if it's early enough, maybe a cup of coffee or hot chocolate. It's been pretty cold here at the moment. We're in the middle of winter and albeit it's not like a very dramatic winter because this is, you know, Africa. But (laughs) it's cold enough to have a jacket and some fuzzy socks on. So lots of warmer drinks. And I find that replacing my breaks with having something warm and just sort of being more present with that is helpful for me but otherwise it's been fine (laughs) it's been absolutely fine I do think that it's a very stupid habit though I mean it's got to be one of the dumbest things I've probably ever gotten myself into and I feel like I really did have a nicotine addiction um and I know I just said I don't have a personality but I feel like the reason I kicked it so easily is because I don't have an addictive personality and I just wanted to smoke it but I I don't know if someone's a psychologist help me out here I don't actually understand it but the reason I got into it was because when we first came (laughs) to Cape Town we uh we got our first jobs we really scrambled to find jobs because when we got here we were coming to study my partner and I and so was I I especially was fresh out of high school needed a job got a job as as a waitress and it was it was a terrible job (laughs) I feel like they all are and no hated like, you know, the service industry because I was in it for a very long time. But being that young and not knowing absolutely anything, I was just I was so clueless. I was so lost and I was so <laughs> just <laughs> bumbling through this life. And one of the jobs that I had was being a waitress. So people are allowed to go on smoke breaks. And so you could just go on a five minute break and just sit outside and look at your toes for five minutes and escape the wildness that is the restaurant for like five minutes and as a non-smoker you can't do that you can't just say like hey manager can I just take a five minute break you know so that's how it started it started with the vaping then I think my partner might have had a vape or something and I started taking it with me and I'm like oh can I go have a smoke and it was totally acceptable and I got it I could take a five minute break it was incredible. And that stuck with me for a long time. I had lots of other service jobs in that kind of situation where you needed to take a break. And they're not just going to give a break to someone just because you asked. If you say you're going for a smoke, you know, they just let you go. And there was, you know, points where I worked in retail and in you know, shopping centers and shopping malls and things like that. And you meet a lot of people. You make a lot of friends in the smoking section. So it's like a social thing. You're now being rewarded for smoking because you're around all these people. And please bear in mind when I'm saying smoking, I'm using it as vaping. I'm saying it's interchangeably. I don't know if that is how it really is in real life, but (laughs) I don't know. I see it as smoking. So anyway, you make a lot of friends and you get rewarded. And then all of a sudden you're going to smoke with the manager and you and the manager are like besties now. (laughs) so there was never any sort of like negative repercussions to smoking. But now that I'm just like, not in that environment anymore and I'm working from home and I'm working for myself and I dictate my own schedule and if I want to take the day off I can take the day off I don't need to rely on five minute smoke breaks to bring happiness to my life I feel like it's a very redundant thing to be doing and it's a waste of money as well it's really such a stupid waste of money And it's bad for the environment and it's really bad for my lungs. Well, I don't know. I haven't really felt like any significant improvement to my body and my overall well-being just yet, but I can imagine there is some positives coming from not smoking slash vaping. You know what I'm saying? Like there's got to be something good going on here. I will say though that this has kind of brought up a, I don't know, like a theme for me, a recurring theme in my life, which is discipline. And so with this, I've kind of been very lucky because I've not really needed that much discipline to stop the vaping. But it has brought up the conversation, and it's quite an important one because I haven't really thought about how my brain works in response to discipline for a very long time. And once I sort of recognized how my brain responds to discipline, I can sort of make things much easier for myself. So for the longest time, I thought I lacked discipline. I thought I didn't have any discipline And that I was a lazy, lazy girl and I just didn't want to do anything, and you know. But the thing is, I always still did all the things. If I was told to do something at work, I would do it immediately. I would never not do something. It's just that if I was in charge of my own schedule, then nothing would get done. And I realized that I have, my discipline is in response to responsibility. So if I have a responsibility to do something... I have the discipline to do it. Or I have, you know, if there's consequences to the action, I have the discipline to do it. But if there's no consequences, the discipline does not exist for me at all. <laughs> and it's so strange because if I have a lot on my plate, I am on schedule, I'm ahead of schedule, I'm doing so many things at the same time because I'm terrified of missing a deadline. Or I'm terrified of not meeting a certain expectation or something for clients so if I have a lot a lot of stuff on my plate I am way ahead of schedule I am going above and beyond for everybody like no problem whatsoever but if there is one project and it's due in like two weeks time best believe I'm only doing that thing the day before and I realize it's because there's no real consequences to leaving it that late you know until the universe bites you in the bum and everything goes wrong that day before which has happened to me enough times where I should have learned my lesson by now but as the age-old saying goes if it's not due tomorrow don't do until tomorrow so <laughs> so then really thinking about discipline I started to say, well, you know, I've got a lot of discipline with the gym. Why do I have a lot of discipline going to the gym when I've never had discipline going to the gym before? I have been that person in the past to sign up for a gym. You get into a year contract, you go for a month, you fall off the bus, then you feel really guilty about it for another month. And then you say you're going to go and then you never go. And then, then you really are sure you're going to go. And then you just don't. And they're too ashamed because now it's been five months and you haven't been. So you can't go back now because you feel really guilty about not going. And you and you wait another five months or six months for your year contract to be over so you can go back and, you know, (laughs) cancel your contract with the gym. I've been that person. I know exactly. Hello. Nice to meet you. I am that person. So with all this sort of thinking about discipline, I'm thinking, why am I now all of a sudden very disciplined with going to the gym? And I think it's because I have assigned very tangible consequences to me not going to the gym. So where before... So now bearing in mind, I am very motivated by consequences. Before, I would say things like, oh, well, I don't feel like going today. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. You know, I'll delay my fitness goals. Well, you know, that's fine. It's my body and my timeline. Whatever excuse you want to use. Whatever excuse I wanted to use, you know. Oh, my muscles are too sore today. Oh, you know, I don't want to, you know... (laughs) hurt them I'll just stay home and rest you know rest days are important (laughs) you went once girl like seriously so what I found was that I going into this experience going into starting with the gym I really did have a different mindset where my consequences for not going were far more tangible than just these other silly little things that I was making up beforehand For example, I must go to the gym to get rid of the stress of the day. Regardless of how I feel, I will feel better afterwards. That's a direct consequence. If I do not go, I won't feel better. There is never a day where I go to the gym and I don't feel better leaving than I did going in. Even if I feel the worst ever and I do just... The most basic light, I don't know, just walking for 10 minutes. You know, I always feel significantly better than I did walking in. And that is a real consequence, a real tangible thing that I can feel that motivates me to go. Another one would be, like, I must move my body to get the blood flowing. I can't be creative without proper oxygenation of my brain. I can't think if I don't get outside and get fresh air and move my body. If I stay home for multiple days in a row, my creativity just falls off the deep end you know I'm not moving my body I've got as I've said multiple times I've got everything I need in this house I don't need to go anywhere and if I do that it's very unhealthy for my brain and I'm not going to actually be able to do the things I need to do and that goes with being sociable as well Being able to go out, see the people that I see all the time, have social interactions with them, catch up on life, that kind of thing. I need to speak to people. It's one of those things. I'm a very social person. And so going to the gym is one of those outlets for me as well. And so the consequences are that if I don't go to the gym, I will not feel good. I will not be able to stretch my conversation muscles. (laughs) And I won't like get that, the stress out of my body, the oxygenation in my brain, the creativity, the feeling good. So those are very tangible consequences. And so that motivates me to be very disciplined. You know, that might not be how everyone's brain works, but it's certainly how my brain works. And once I figured out that instead of trying to fix the problem, (laughs) I can be mindful about how my brain works and then use that to my advantage to get what I need to get done still without (laughs) without you know being a victim of going well I have a problem with procrastination (laughs) which I definitely do I'm sort of trying to biohack my way into being able to do the things that I want to do while still you know, dealing with the brain that I have. And so I think once I am able to form the healthy habits, I can then change up the reward system that my brain uses to motivate me to do things. But as long as the healthy habits are in place, how I got there is unimportant for now, you know, as long as the way that I got there was healthy enough. Yes. And then I can figure out how to change it later. But for now, it's about being mindful of how I find that I get motivated to do the things that I want to do. So anyway, (laughs) maybe this has been helpful for you. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe you are someone who has, you know, stopped vaping and you were really addicted to it. I would love to know what your experience is. Please let me know. I said in the previous episode, I did uh, start an Instagram page. (laughs) So if you want to reach out the Instagram the handle is cupofcat_podcast. underscore podcast. Send me a message. Chat to me on there. I'd love to hear from you. And maybe you also have problems with discipline. And maybe you have found ways to biohack yourself into being super productive, even though your brain, like, sometimes just doesn't want to do it. And I would absolutely love, love, love to hear you. Maybe send me a DM. Let me know. Maybe something that you have to say can help somebody else going through the same thing and I think that would be super helpful. So, if that is something that you want to do, again, it's Cup of Cat underscore podcast. There's no posts or anything on there. <laughs> so I don't know how to do it, but we'll figure it out. And yeah, and then I'd love to report back and maybe give an update or if you have a really cool solution or something, you know, we can help each other. So yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to go. I hope you have an absolutely incredible rest of your week. And once again, thank you so much for just letting me take up some of your mental real estate and just you know, spending your time with me, I really, really appreciate it. So have a good week I love you lots and I'll chat to you soon (laughs) bye thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast I really appreciate that I love you so very very much if you liked what you listened to please give me a five star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to and if you'd like to support this podcast please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to I appreciate you I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat See you soon!